Roshana Perk Base Mishnah Vav two six Katet Bod Adam. How did the Sanhedrin go about examining those witnesses who arrived to testify that they had seen the new moon on the night before? Zugshiba Rishon Bod Rishon. The first pair of witnesses to arrive, they're the first ones to get examined, meaning first come, first served. Umachnisen es Hagadol Shebehen. First they would take in the more senior of the two. The idea being that they're going to, in any time they're going to interrogate witnesses, they want to make sure that they in, examine them independently one of the other because the main exercise is they want to ensure that the recounting of the event in question, in this case the seeing of the new moon, that the two accounts match one to the other. So therefore, of course, they came in the same room at the same time, or of course they could naturally or either intentionally or otherwise uh, merge their stories. So we separate them out taking them one at a time for investigation and examination, giving kavod, proper honor, to the person who's more senior, he should go first. V'omrim lo, they say to him, Emor, tell us, ketzad re'isa salavana, exactly how did you see the moon? So the first question is, lifnea chama or chama? Was it, I'll call it now, pointing towards the sun or away from the sun? The truth is this and the subsequent points of the Mishnah are really easy to understand, but a little tricky to explain for me without a diagram at all. Um, so if you want to understand really and you don't understand how it works, um, I'll do my very best right now, but I'm sure a simple diagram would help a lot. Here, when the the sun always sets in the western sky, and everything sets in the western sky uh, because the earth is turning in such a way that that's how it goes. Now, at the beginning of a new Jewish month, meaning when the new moon emerges, um, so the moon sets in the western sky a little bit afterward, after the sun sets. So it's low in the western horizon, but it will be about 10 to 20 degrees away from the sun, to, like to the left of the sun typically. Um, you know, going as the sun goes down, then there's less light in the sky, and you can see this little sliver of a crescent of a new moon appearing there low on the horizon in the west. So the first question here is, that crescent new moon, which direction are, are the, the horns of the moon, I'll call it, the horns of that crescent facing? Were they pointing toward the sun or away from the sun? And as the mission will say in a, in a few moments, if they say, if the witness says that the horns of the sun were facing towards excuse me, the horns of the moon, were, painting, were pointing towards the setting sun, so then they've said nothing, meaning that's impossible. The scientific fact is that the moon is being lit up on half of its side, the side facing the sun, and when there's a new moon, or when the, right, what, what we call in English the new moon, what the Torah is going to call like the day before the new moon, the last day of the month, let's call it, so the moon is invisible, uh, meaning that of course still half the moon is lit up by the sunshine, but that whole lit up side is on the other side away from what we can't see when we're in Earth, and the dark side of the moon, which is not being lit up, is what's facing us, so we see nothing. Then slowly, as the the uh, moon goes around the Earth, we get more of an angle view, and more and more of the lit up half of the moon becomes visible to us. So on the first day of the month, just a tiny sliver on the edge of the moon becomes visible, but it will always be that the horns of the moon, if you will, are pointing away from where the sun just set, because the sun is lighting up the the half of the moon that's closest to it. So if you, in my imagination, you can imagine it's like a bow and arrow. If you imagine that the the moon crescent is like the bow, 
So if you imagine there's an arrow shooting out of it, meaning arrow points, of course, in the opposite direction from the horns of the bow or the horns of the crescent, that arrow point directly to where the sun is. It could be beneath the horizon now, but where the sun is currently is exactly where you'll find if you look at the, use that line as the arrow, if you will, which is coming out from the middle of the, the crescent, if you will. Exactly perpendicular to the line tangent to the middle of the crescent. Okay, so if so, the first question is: Did you see the horns pointing towards or away from the sun? And the answer always has to be: The horns were away from the sun; otherwise, it's just not not feasible, not not possible. The second question they ask them is: Litzafona oladroma. Did you see the moon coming down to the north or the south of where the sun had set? The sun sets in the west, but the moon can shift a little bit northward and southward. Typically, just so you should know, in the winter months, um, the moon kind of comes, it's shifted further north, and it comes almost like, I'll call it in the height of winter, like let's say in January 1st, whatever, it, it almost comes straight downwards, basically, um, in the latitudes where we live. And in the summer months, it comes quite obliquely. It comes from like sideways from the far left. You know, it's, it's much further south in the sky and moving as it comes down. Of course, it's moving towards the horizon, but it will move at an angle further north as it comes down on the western sky. So the question is, relative to where the sun was, where was the moon? Was it shifted to the north or to the south on that western horizon? And like I said before, in the winter months, it's actually shifted north of west, and in the summer months, it shifted uh, south of west, due west. Okay, next we have a question. Kamahaya Govoa, how high was it? Meaning when you saw the moon, how, like, how elevated over the horizon was it? Ula'ayan Hayanota, and exactly like how was it hanging? What was its angle? Because, as I said before, in the winter months, the moon almost like kind of goes straight down so that the horns are almost pointing straight up and the imaginary arrow is pointing like straight down to the western horizon, like straight downwards. Whereas in the summer months, say like in, like in July 1st, so the horns are pointing quite sideways towards the south and the arrow, if you will, is pointing northwards towards the western horizon. Okay, so the answer is like, what was that? What was, how was it oriented? And <clears throat> After asking those various questions, um, and also finally, the Kamahaya Rachav, just how wide was this crescent? Im Amar period. Those are the set of questions they ask. Now, Im Amar If the witnesses say that the horns of the moon were pointing away from the sun, so then Lo Amar Klum, they've said nothing. Meaning, they just, that's just nonsense. Everything else, there could be variability, but that's just not not an option. After they got the full account from the first of the two witnesses, answering all the questions we just set forth before, so then they would bring in the second guy, they would similarly test him, they'd give him the same examination. Which way was the pointing, what angle, how far north or south, how wide, how high. And, if their words were aligned, meaning that they both give a very similar account of what had happened. Edusen kayemas, that will be sufficient, and their testimony will be accepted, meaning the Bezin will now confirm that indeed the new moon had been sighted the night before, and they would be ready to makadish the new month. However, they didn't do it just yet. Instead, Usha kolazugo sholen osam roshe 
they asked a couple questions, like some main question points, to all the other pairs of witnesses. Lo not because that in truth they needed their testimony. They already established the fact based on two witnesses that already had given the testimony and had been accepted. We're just concerned that these people who travel all the way to Yerushalayim to come to the testimony, they show up. If we say, forget it, we don't need you, they'll leave, you know, disappointed, and then they won't come again. But, we want them to be accustomed to come, and to come every time, and, you know, the free breakfast alone won't do it necessarily. Um, so therefore, we make them feel important by asking some questions so they know that they they don't feel it was totally useless that they came. And then after that, as we'll see in the next mission, we're able to sanctify the new month.